Talk Radio. Everybody should know that's how love goes. It's good for the soul. Oh, I've got a long way to go, but it won't stop the pain. No, no. That's the kind of thing that keeps me coming. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome. You're tuning in live to the Healthy Soul Talk Show with your girl, your favorite therapist, Dr. Kimberly Thomas. I'm trying to be on time. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. So welcome. Blog Talk Radio. I should get organized, shouldn't I? If you're tuning in live... Of Blog Talk Radio, welcome. If you want to call in to the show, you can dial 323-870-4375. Again, that's 323-870-4375. Press 1 to join. And, of course, you can follow us on all social media platforms at Health and Soul Talk. And if you want to email the show, you can email us at hsp at ptlomedia.net. Again, that's hsp at ptlomedia.net. Again, welcome you and live to the Healthy Soul Talk Show with your, your favorite therapist, Dr. Kimberly Thomas. It's a great evening. Saw a little rain trying to come in, but it, it cleared right on up, and so... Um, I'm always thankful when it rains because, you know, I get to, uh, it waters my garden. So, so but obviously I'll have to tend to that when I get back home, but I'm excited uh, about that. It's going very well, and I hope all my fellow, uh, is gardeners a garden? Fellow gardeners, if that's the word. Uh, how y'all doing with the gardens and How's it growing and, and going? I, I love to talk about that as a show, but I think I'll probably bore my producers to death with that one. Um, yeah. So we, we, you think we could do a show on gardening? Would you would you would you join us on that topic? Gardening? Yes. Um, how is that? Um, if you tell me how it's relevant, I mean I'm down. Oh, okay. That's it's your show, but. It. You know, I'm just saying, but you tell me how it's relevant to what, what it is. You, <laughs> I have to sell it to you. Yeah, you got to, yeah. Oh, Lord. 
All right. I'm just saying. Tell me I'm, how it's... I'm going to be creative with it. Okay. okay. You know, with your hands in the dirt, right? That's uh-huh. therapeutic. In the soil. In the dirt. Yes. We call it soil too. Uh-huh. I'm just saying down in the, yeah. With, okay. with the worms and, and the bugs and <laughs> enjoying nature and earth. Okay. All right. God created created that too. Well, I, I didn't say he didn't. I'm, just, I'm with you. I'm, hey, you know, if it works, it works. If it oh works, it works. Oh, my goodness. Really? Okay. <laughs> okay, then. How y'all doing today, my favorite producer? I'm I'm excellent. I'm doing good. I'm well. I'm You're well? Good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we uh, we did a... Uh, um, Five, five, we walked five miles, 5.4 miles yesterday. Oh, come on. Yeah. 5.4. 5.4 miles. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Did you, did you track uh, calories or and all that good stuff or just the miles? Oh, I think it tracked it all. That's, I'm, like, it yeah, did track. It's, yeah, I can go back and look. Yours ahead. said like 1,070. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Maybe like total steps, 16, yeah. 17,000 steps. Ah, oh, uh, that was so romantic too, wasn't it? Okay, then. It was all right. <laughs> really? <laughs> I didn't know. It was, I didn't know it was supposed to be romantic. Uh, I only burned nine hundred and twenty. That's good. Is what mine said. Last time I looked at your, maybe it was mine. That was probably yours. Okay, because you had more steps. Because you had to step a little longer than I did. But you had more miles. Did you? Did you see that? I know it's weird, right? 7.3. I had 7.2. I had 7.3. Oh, okay. And he okay. had 8. 7.3. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So you you all going to continue to do that? Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. We walked the, uh, you ever you heard of the 606 trail? No, where's that? It's uh like. Starts at Ridgeway. Ridgeway. What side of town is that? Logan Square? Humble Park? Humble oh, Park. Oh, okay. Humble Park. It starts at Humble Park and goes all the way to Wicker Park. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Okay, yeah. very good. Very yeah. good. So it's 2.7 both ways. 2.7, 2.7. 2.7. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Okay. Nice, nice, nice sightseeing, all that. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, cool. Uh, all right. Welcome, everybody. Good evening, Dr. Brown. How are you? Um, so y'all ready to, to jump on in here? Hey, we following you. What okay. you got? Okay. So, you know, we, we always open the show with whatever mood I'm in. Uh-oh. Yeah, I want to know what mood you was in for this one. <laughs> we we always start the top of the show with spiritual connect point, uh-huh. and uh, uh, you know, this one I, I was just I I don't know if I was I don't I wouldn't say I was frustrated. I think I was just you know deep in thought about um how God speaks to us, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. In you know whatever form that is, um. But I always wonder, and maybe this is this is the place I'm in, in, in discernment, if you will, mm-hmm. as to we've been talking about self and, and, and just taking care of self and um, this journey of life. And one term that came to my mind this week was what I've always heard for, for years now is mm-hmm. uh, delay does not always mean denial. Mm. And that was just left at that. Right. It was just that term. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it. It came in various ways, right? And you hear people say it, you know, randomly, right? Mm-hmm. In sermons or, uh, uh, you know, conferences, you hear it everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so, what really came to me was um, just trying to to. I asked myself that question: where how, well, how am I supposed to know which one is which, right? Like, okay, God, you know, if delay does not mean denial, 
being how do I even know it's a delay and how do I even know it's a denial, right? Mm-hmm. And so that was my question. So I put these two together because when I said it, I was like, uh, yeah, does that even... I don't want to sound uh, sarcastic, if mm-hmm. that makes sense, mm-hmm. but I also I, I was really pondering this question, right? Mm-hmm. And so I came up with how do you know a delay is not a denial, mm-hmm. right? And when a delay is a denial. And this was this was what I asked myself, and I could not answer it to sufficient, you know, where, where I felt like I'm there. You right. asked yourself, but you didn't like the answer that you gave yourself. I, 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 didn't even, I didn't even really have an answer. Okay. Right? Because in that particular form, right? Okay, so, so number one, who defines delay? Mm-hmm. Right? I, I feel, and this is just me speaking, right? Mm-hmm. When I've heard that term, I, I, I've come to realize that who de- I'm defining delay, right? Because I would say, hey, I feel like God is not answering me, right? Mm-hmm. When when I need him to, mm-hmm. meaning, you know, when I expect or I may have this, you know, time frame, right? Mm-hmm. So so I would actually say it's a delay, right? If we're saying this term delay mm-hmm. does not mean denial. Mm-hmm. But in that delay, mm-hmm. right, at what point do, do do I know that it's something that God doesn't want me to have, mm. right? But also... You know, who defined it as being denied, right? Mm-hmm. You, you understand what I'm saying? And so I just, I, I guess for me, I know there's, there's, there are others out there who say when you hear this phrase, because I've also felt like with that term, I've waited in anticipation, mm-hmm. right? And so waiting in anticipation for something that maybe God has already said, that's not for me mm-hmm. to begin with, Right. Or it's just not, it's a not right now, right? And in, in, in terms of, it still may not look that way, right? Mm-hmm. What I'm specifically asking for. And I think that's kind of where, when I say I didn't answer it sufficiently for myself, I, I said, I know there are others out there who, who sit with this phrase and have waited in anticipation, right? Mm-hmm. And felt disappointed. And I'll just be, you know, go there where we looked at it as, I waited all this time to hear a no. Mm. right only to miss what he actually blessed me with only to miss right the essence of what he said no it it, it doesn't look like that right mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. this is what i this is what i need you to focus on right and so so i had to learn that though right i had to grow in my spiritual walk i had to learn that there's more to the concept of delay does not mean denial okay right and we need to understand what a denial is and actually what is a delay okay does that make because those are negative terms to me okay you know those are negative terms in in so i sat with that i sat with that and 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 you know that's why i posed it in two questions so and and i probably sound like i just rambled on no, no, but, no, uh, no, no, no. It's, it's no. Your, 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 your questioning was 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 valid because uh, we've used that. Uh, first of all, let's let's be clear. Delayed but not denied. The, the the actual quote is not a scripture. Correct. Okay, let's let's let's. And that's why I didn't give you nothing. No, 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 no. It's fine <laughs> because people. No, because unfortunately, you have people who will say the Bible says delayed but not denied, and that ain't what the Bible says. <laughs> 
but I will give you, I will give you, I will give you a a, a scripture or two. All right, uh, come on. Turn with me if you uh, will. Uh, you know I write these scriptures down, don't you? Okay, uh-huh. then. Turn with me if you will uh, to the book of Isaiah. Let me say like the old people. Isaiah. Isaiah. <laughs> Would that be Ezekiel? No, or Isaiah. Isaiah. <laughs> Isaiah. But Isaiah. Turn with me to the book of Isaiah, somewhere around the forty-sixth chapter. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Around the 13th verse. All right. And it simply says, I'm bringing my righteous near, my righteousness near. It is not far away, and my salvation will not be delayed. I will grant salvation to Zion, my splendor to Israel. Can we go? I'll give you one, I'll give you one more. Come on. Come Habakkuk. On. Habakkuk. Habakkuk. Two and three. Habakkuk. Two and three says, for the revelation awaits an appointed time. Okay. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Okay. Though it lingers, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. Last one, Hebrews 10, 37, mm-hmm. says, for in just a little while, he is coming. He who is coming will come and will not delay. So, Gave you some scripture. Now I'm gonna give you some. I'm gonna make it real plain for you. Okay. I called Dr. Thomas. Say, Dr. Thomas. Mm-hmm. I got uh, something. You say, say you say you said you had been looking for um, uh, you had been looking for an opportunity to interview somebody. Okay. And I said, Dr. Thomas. He said he comes. And you go great. All right. But you never get nothing else. Mm-hmm. So, so sometimes we can because it doesn't come in our time. Yeah, we feel like we've been denied. Yes, because it doesn't happen when we were ready for it to happen. Mm-hmm. But God does not allow won't won't give us things prior to us being. He's not going to be. He's not going to bless us with anything that we are not prepared to handle. Because those blessings can turn into curses. Yes. Right. Yes. Because if, yes. if 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 if, yes. if I know you can't handle somebody giving you two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in cash, mm-hmm. and I know because of your history, mm-hmm. because of your recklessness, okay. that me giving you two fifty right now yeah. is probably a bad idea. Yeah. Doesn't mean you still can't get the two fifty. Right. It just means that today I don't need to deposit that into your account. Yeah. All right. So, so we have to be careful. Uh, and then let's just talk about the, the, the language, delay and deny. they two separate words, two separate meanings. Mm-hmm. Right? Deny just means no. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Deny, right? just, yes. De- deny just means no. Right? Deny simply mm-hmm. means n- not, not no. Delay says it's on the way. Yeah. Right? Yes. We've mm-hmm. all had to learn this in the last few uh the what 18 months we've been under Absolutely. restrictions Absolutely. that everything was on delay mm-hmm. right right now mm-hmm. people can't get uh computer chips they can't get stuff for their cars they right. can't get you still right. can't get a dog on ps5 because the chips are not with that everything is on what we call back on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it doesn't mean you can't get it it just means you can't get it today Right. Now let's right. move it a little bit closer to home as far as career movements and change and stuff like that. You can say, hey, you know what? I went to school. 
I've done all the things that I was supposed to do on the educational side. Now, God, where is my promotion? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So where, where is my promotion? I, I, I took the time to go to school. I, I, I did all the papers. I did all the writing. I did all these things. Where is my promotion? And then it's easy to say delayed but not denied. Well, it could also be that God did not. Here's the deal. If God didn't call you for it, then it's a, it ain't a delay. It's, a, it's just a no. Right. And, 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 is it, and this is me way out there. Go ahead. Like, is it a no or is it your infatuation? Say that again. Meaning, so, so you know, we all have desires. Yes. Right? Yes. And not all what we desire lines up with the will that he has for us. Yes. Right? Yes. So, so in my mind, if, if I'm constantly asking for something out of my own will, Right. 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 How, how can I how can I classify it as God saying no or denying it for me when it even it wasn't even in consideration? Right. So I feel like cause for me, that's an emotional roller coaster. Right? Okay. Because okay. that that for me, that can jeopardize my relationship with God if I feel like he's always denying me. OK. Right? But if I'm always asking for something that I know is not good for me, right? Mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. or that I'm seeking something that he, he's clearly gave, giving me revelation for, mm-hmm. right? That that's not my path right now. Mm-hmm. I, for me, it's, it's more of how, how do I continue to say God is denying mm-hmm. me when it's just not for me to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like you keep asking your parents for something, mm-hmm. right? Where they say it doesn't fit what we're doing, you know? Right. That's but, not what we do in this family. Mm-hmm. But most often, though, when when you you, you use the key word, what's in your will? Yes. Most often, when God gives us um, His promise, He doesn't give any specific time. Yes. Right. Right. Yes. And 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 I believe that's done to build our patience and trust for Him and in Him. Okay. The moment He gave the promise, mm-hmm. He knew it would be fulfilled. Right. Right. The moment right. God right. gave the promise, right. He knew it would be, would be fulfilled. But the challenge is often that we assume. Uh, uh, a time that the promise should be fulfilled. We assume, mm-hmm. okay, I've, I've, you know, from 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 uh, from uh, from the fleshly side, it looks like we're ready. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But again, yeah. When we say delayed, not denied, uh, or, or we get this disappointed feeling, we feel mm-hmm. like God didn't answer mm-hmm. our prayers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you have to put yourself in the situation and look at the look at the factors of the areas <clears throat> where you say it was either delayed or denied, look at who, who went on ahead of you mm-hmm. and did what mm-hmm. they did. And where are they? Yeah. Where are they? Yeah. So I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a good example and I'll use me because I thought about this because this is, this one hit, this was kind of personal. So when, when I have since in my, in my um, small ministerial journey, mm-hmm. right. It's been yeah. about, a little over, maybe, maybe 10 years, or okay. about to be 10 All years, right. I think, somewhere up in there, okay. right? Yeah. And in that 10 years time, I have applied for two pastoral positions. Okay. Right? All right. Um, the first one, uh, it, it seemed like it was a shoe-in. Okay. Right? That's yeah. what, that, was, that was what it looked like on paper. Okay. Right? On paper... Uh, background, mm-hmm. history, knowledge mm-hmm. of the place, 
everything seemed like, you know, this is it, God. I, yeah. like, I, I set this up. I was still in school at the time, you know, working on my uh, uh, doctorate degree. So it was like everything is like, you know, I got all the other paperwork, but everything else that was like, this is like perfect. And it didn't happen. Okay. And the first thing people said, you know, well, I had one person say something to me at the day of the elections. Uh, you know, I, I, I still say it was the stupidest statement in the history of all the world. You, you didn't really want it anyway. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah, somebody said that to me. One of the church members. Wow. You, you didn't really want it anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it took a lot for me not to respond to that with ignorance. Yeah. But anyway, so so it didn't happen, but I got a lot of the delayed, not denied. Okay. But right. then... <laughs> As I the, the when that because that opportunity was was not did not happen, mm-hmm. I ended up where I am now. Okay. All right. So then that opportunity presented itself, and I and you know and I I prayed about it, and I said let me let me put my my hat in the ring one more time. Okay. Right. And and on paper again looked great on mm-hmm. paper. Now this time the, the the denial was different because it came at the very beginning, like you won't even be given an interview. Right. Got okay. It. Okay. Fine. But then I look at both circumstances mm-hmm. and I look at the state of both areas. Okay. The financial issues. Okay. The building issues. Yeah. The property issues, mm-hmm. leadership issues, all yeah. that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's crazy as hell. Mm. And I would have been the one. Come on now. I'm just talking. I'm just talking for real. I would have been the one who would have been having to deal with all of that. Yes. And, and yes. maybe at the time given, God, and if, I, if I'm going to go with the delayed route, mm-hmm. God is saying, I don't want you in that. Yes. Right? Yes. God yes. is saying, I don't want yes. you in that right now. Yes. I'm a, when I, God is saying, when I call you, it's going to be, the table is going to be set, and right. all you got to do is step right. in. Right, right. I don't need right. you in these in these these battles about the color of the bathroom or or mm-hmm. or who going to be in what office or where is this going to be and and can I get a raise and can we do this and can we do that or the building is falling apart all God said I, the God says what I've called you for it, it can't be about that so I'm going to keep you over here mm-hmm. now that's my belief yeah now if I was if I was to take it a step further just say denied then that that's a different that's a different conversation right but when you believe right. god when you not my will when you because because here's the thing it's not a desire that i ever wanted right yeah. so when you get to yeah. a place where yeah. it's when you get to a place where 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 people are 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 uh uh come on now yeah thank you thank you thank you uh, uh dr brown it, it, when you get to a place where people are saying you know you should you should you should you know, mm, because like even that. even in my secular professional world, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you know, you, 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 you're walking around now with a full fledged doctorate degree. Why aren't you doing something else in school versus what you're doing? Right. Right. Why aren't you doing this? You know, why don't why, why don't you go work at a university? You know, because that, cause that, you know, that's normally what happens Correct. when people yeah. get doctorate yeah. degrees. They, <laughs> you know, the whole purpose, right. they want to go teach somewhere. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and so, but when you, when you come to a place where you have um, resigned yourself mm-hmm. to let God make all the preparations, right? right, right. So I have come to a place, and I think I told this to Latanya the other day, and I may have said it to some other people. I'm never going to put my name in the ring for anything. 
if 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 and when that time comes, mm-hmm. God, they, mm-hmm. they 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 will know where I am. I will be in the place at the appointed time, yeah. and they will call me. Yeah, right. I'm not going to go I through agree. no process. Yeah. I'm going to sit up and go through no question and answer session about mm-hmm. some people that couldn't spell Bible if you gave them the, all the letters oh. in order. What? So. I am at that place with it. So delayed versus denial, I think we need to be careful that we don't, uh, uh, whether you agree with, with God's way or not, he makes the rules. Right. Right? right. So, so it's right. better to line up with him instead of fighting against his plan because the mm-hmm. worst thing you can do mm-hmm. is to go and say, well, you know, mm-hmm. if we want to talk about delayed but not denied. The most, the most blaring example of that in the Bible Mm-hmm. And show you how we get in trouble, Abraham and Sarah. Ah. I wish I had some help. See, Abraham and Sarah, God, God said, Abraham, I'm going to make your name great and your seed and everything else. And he said that I'm going to bless you with this and generations will come from you. And Abraham's like, I ain't even got no kids. God and Sarah, let me say the Dana version, and Sarah is old as hell. She ain't making no babies. What? Yes. Oh huh? Ain't nothing coming out of there. That's drive up, Lord. You didn't have to say it like that. Huh? I got to keep you it. I'm giving y'all the real. I'm giving like you the that. real. Sarah wasn't, wasn't nothing coming up out of that but dust. Oh. And she knew it because she hadn't had no kids. Clearly, when she said, I ain't, I ain't going to never have no kids, and clearly Abraham was fine, and they still wasn't having them, so it wasn't going. So they didn't think it was going to happen. So when the angel came to her and she laughed about mm-hmm. it, right? So then because the time had passed for so long, now all of a sudden here comes Sarah saying, well, you know what? I'm going to help God out because yeah. I'm, I'm going to help God keep yes, his promise. Yes, so come on in here, hey, guy, mm-hmm. with your fine self, mm. mm-hmm. with your not dry area. Come on in here. Oh, huh? God. I'm going to say what I got to say. Come on in here with yourself and come on in here because we're going to make this. We're going we gonna to make God's yeah. promise come true because God need our help. The one who made us need us to help him make another us. Just think about that for a minute. So, so, so yeah. when you get to that point, then all of a sudden, and even now, so the consequences of that, fast forward 2,000, almost 2,500 years later, 3,000 years later, actually, you fast forward all that time, Israel is still fighting Palestine. Because Palestine is uh uh uh, uh what uh, Israel was Isaac's people, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Palestine is what's the boy's name? Uh, uh the, the the illegitimate child. The Ill- help me out. The one that they had that they weren't supposed to have. You know, somebody help me, Lord. My brain my brain ain't functioning right now. I wish I had some help. Uh, what's what's his what's what's his, I know we know, you know the what story. I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I can't think of his name right now. It escapes, it escapes my whole brain right now. Uh, right god does not delay and he cannot be delayed come on now dr brown come on it comes when he he told you it was coming now now watch this now if god said these words to you dr thomas Mm -hmm. it's coming at 12 o'clock on friday the 23rd p.m it ain't gonna show up at 11 59 it ain't gonna show up at 1201 it's coming at 12 o'clock but if god said it's coming then (laughs) right then your job is to stay ready. Yes. And our jobs are to stay ready. Yes. See, I can't say God called me to pastor, and then I do everything in my power to not be ready when the call comes. Mm. 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 Yeah. 
So, so, wow. so, 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 so wow. if, 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 if God is calling you to a higher place, then your job is to stay ready and stay prepared for that calling. It's just like the athlete who does not get drafted on draft night. Still, he yeah. stays ready yeah. for yeah. the call. So then he ends up on maybe the practice squad. But when you're on the practice squad, you have to what? Stay ready mm-hmm. for the call. Because, yeah, you didn't get drafted, number one. Yeah, they didn't call your name on draft night. Yeah, you just made the practice squad. Yeah, they're only giving you $100,000 mm-hmm. a year just, mm-hmm. to, just to be the, beat the practice dummy for the team. Right. But then all of a sudden, when the number one running back goes down, they call your number. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be sitting back mad and angry mm-hmm. because and, and pouting? Yeah. And not practicing and not prepared. And now they call your name. And now it's your turn to get in, but you have not been reading your playbook, the Bible, let me help y'all. You have not been reading your playbook. You have not been reading the instructions. You have not been keeping up with what's going on. So now it's time for you to get your behind in the game and you know nothing. So now they believe they've made a mistake with you because you weren't ready. God said, no, I called you. Stay ready. You stay ready so you don't have to get ready. I can't wish I had somebody to help me in here today. Pre- preacher, we've lost the video. We did what? what we lost do? the video. What happened? It's still live. Everybody can oh. hear you. Okay, you stay there now. <laughs> stay there, y'all. Okay. So, 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 you know, it's 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 one of those things where where we gotta we have to be careful. Mm-hmm. We gotta be very careful uh, um, not to get caught up in the denial piece. And, and I, so, so. Because God's nose are very, God's nose are clear, clearer than his, than, 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 than what, what we believe to be delays. Yes. Yes. And that, that's, that's the key, right? Is yeah. that, that we made this, mm-hmm. right? We, we coined mm-hmm. this term and it has to be put in perspective, mm-hmm. right? That, that there, I like Dr. Brown's coming here. God does not delay. He cannot be delayed. He sets an appointed mm-hmm. time and teaches us patience, right? While he places his plan in order for our lives. That has to be the takeaway, yes. right? Because we hear, we hear that so often that we've made it a spiritual. We made it a spiritual. We almost made it like a scripture, mm-hmm. right? If that makes sense. And we so did. Some of us have lived by this, I'm going to say scripture because it's almost like when you know better, you do better. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I have to, I have to grow out of, right? I have to grow out of that term, meaning that, that I'm actually telling God that he's delayed, okay. right? Mm-hmm. I'm actually having conversation, right? In my, 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 my time with God that, you know, I know you denied me, this hurts. And, you know, I don't understand why, you know, you won't let me have this when in fact, it's like, I need to be thanking God, mm-hmm. right? For preparing me. Yeah. Right? I need to be thanking God that yeah. he has this timing mm-hmm. on my life and to give me a spirit of discernment, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To continue to live this life according to how he needs me to live mm-hmm. versus saying, my life is on pause. Because I feel like that's kind of what we treated it as, right? As this, this biblical sense of there's a period in our life where we're going to be put on pause. And, you know, that, that doesn't mean that God is saying yes or no, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's almost like this, this mental thing mm-hmm. you go through. And it's like a roller coaster. When God says yes, that process already starts. Correct. What, yeah, but the, we the, missed the, that the, though, the right? Minute, right. The minute yes. he says yes, uh, I, Reverend, Reverend James Meeks, said it live. I heard him preach this years ago. 
uh, when I used to really watch his service back on when, when he said his Wednesday night services. Uh, and he was talking about, he, he just used an illustration. He said, imagine you praying to God for something and God says, yes. And so he releases the one angel mm-hmm. with your blessing, with what you prayed for. But in the process of that angel on his way to you, you start doing all this other stuff yeah. that ain't got nothing to do with God. <laughs> so then this, this is the way he, this, I love his illustration. Then he says, so then what Satan does is Satan recognizes that you got some promises coming. So Satan says, I'm going to send my angel. So now your promise mm-hmm. has to now fight through yes. all this other mess you have released. Wow. Right? Wow. So if we go back to Abraham and Sarah and Isaac and Ishmael. That's uh-huh. his name, Holy Ghost. Come on. Ishmael. So when Ishmael came, they thought he was the promise because that's the way that, that, that because they was like, it was going to be your, your son. Yeah. But God says it's going to be your son from Sarah, not your son from the side piece. Hmm. I, I, surrogate. I, now surrogate. Side piece. <laughs> huh? Even though your wife picked her out, besides that ain't what you know. <laughs> so so now so now watch this. Now Abraham, you got a whole you got a whole new problem yeah. because the side piece say, well, my son is the promise. Mm-hmm. Give us our stuff. Yeah. Now. Right. Huh? Now all of a sudden the side piece done called child support. I wish I had some help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Now the sad piece saying, look here, I look here, I heard you got the promises coming. Oh my goodness. So run 25%. it. Twenty five percent. Come on, run it. Promises of God, you got it. Run it. It's the first baby. <laughs> right. And he was the first baby. And I filed first. And I don't care right. And, <laughs> right. And I don't care you that she your way. He does great exactly. Cause it was watch this. It right. was still some time before Isaac came. Mm-hmm. That was still some time. So you so we 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 so we have to be careful because watch this. People can know what we have prayed about, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And then what you don't ever want, oh God help me, is for people to manipulate the circumstances mm-hmm. because wow. they think they're helping you get where you want to be. Wow. But God has not cr- created Amen. the place and yes. the space yet. Yes. And then God, what God will do is, like Sarah and Ishmael and Haggai, he will allow, because we have free will, he will allow this thing to happen. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and, yes. And, 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 and so then now you got to deal with the problem you created mm-hmm. and the thing you prayed for. Because <sighs> God ain't going to just move the other thing out the way for you. Because you, you, you did that. So we have to so 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 we we need to get out of that and thank you, bro, uh, uh, Dr. Brown, for that for that comment. There is no delay from God. He said yes. Then you just you do what do what you're doing. If right. God says I'm calling you to pastor and you're and you're an associate member with of a, you're an associate preacher at a church with twelve members, and God said I called you to pastor, you keep being the associate minister and doing and preaching and teaching God's word to them twelve members. Yeah. Yeah. Come on now, Dr. Brown says it's a question of maturity and being true to yourself. You know it's from God and you know when it's not. Exactly. Mm. Right? Because I, see, if yeah. I had to follow what Folk has said, 
I preached my my first sermon. I preached in the in the in the in what we call a Horton Hall at my old church. Okay, that was my first sermon. The first sermon I preached upstairs in the sanctuary in the in, in what they call in the big house in the big room was was I preached and 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 one of the associate ministers that I was on staff with said, "Boy, shoot, you might well go and start your own church." Now, had I followed that foolishness, wow. I'd probably be locked up or crazy right now. Wow. Crazy here. Wow. Yeah. Captain, yeah, send-off. Great send-off mission. Exactly. That's what it would have been. So there we go. So delay. So if, if, I'm, if I was going to wrap up delay and denial, uh, I, I would tell people, uh, keep praying in faith according to the word of God. Yes. And, and a delay in our eyes, even if it's a very long one, does not mean that God said no to your request. It just means it's coming in God's time. And it may not even apply. And it may not even apply. So we have to learn how to persevere. Yes. Toss it. Persevere in prayer. Yes. Persevere in prayer. That's yes. what I leave I like, you with. I like that. Well, thank you, sir. Yes, ma'am. Thank, thank you. I, I greatly appreciate that. This um, has been your spiritual connect point. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to record that. So now, wait a minute. I'm trying to even figure out how to go into this next one. Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> this, this is so not, this is so not, you know, uh, spiritual. Mm. All right, but but you know, as for us to lighten up, uh, uh, Doctor Brown said even Sarah knew Sarah knew what was going, what was what she was doing was not in, of God mm-hmm. in Genesis sixteen, and she said, "Go in unto my maid, it may be that I may uh, obtain children." Right. Go in there and lay with yeah. her, and then we gonna take. And her I, baby. I think that that's where that that phrase though sends us to some actions that we make. Does that mean that's where I was with that? It was like yeah. that phrase has really sent us off in a sense of us not, if you're not spiritually mature, yeah. right? Like you all are saying here, mm-hmm. we won't grasp the concept of like, how do we apply it? What are we assessing, right? To say, okay, uh, 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 am I adhering to what God is trying to tell me? You know, the patience I need, am I still preparing, uh-huh. right? I think we just have not applied that process. So, so God says, I'm going to bless you with, uh, I'm going to make sure you have all the resources you need yes. for the, for what you're going to do next. Right. And then all of a sudden the world goes to hell yes. and the world starts giving out PPP money. And then you go and apply for your illegal PPP money. Cause you ain't got nothing yet, but you apply and you get it and you say, this is how I'm going to start. My said business. This is what this is. Oh so God, God gave. So you. So what we. So what do, our, our our non-mature minds say? God sent a plague. So still. Come on now. God <laughs> sent a whole plague to the whole wide world, not just the United States, to the whole wide world, so I could come up on thirty k. <laughs> How many million people died so I could come up on thirty k? Because this is Lord's blessing for me. Mm. Really. You just made some folks feel. I know I said we're good for you. (laughs) May the Lord watch. Oh my God! Thank y'all. Good, good evening to God be the glory. Piss. Welcome, Felicia. That is hilarious. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Y'all keep it going. All right, here we go. Welcome. You're tuning in live to the Healthy Soul Talk Show with the girl, your favorite therapist, Dr. Kimberly Thomas. Just got done with our uh, uh, spiritual connect point here. And if you do us a favor, like, share, love this, give us some feedback. Your your comments are amazing. 
uh, so far. And of course, if you want to call in, uh, we're about to have this discussion. It's going to be real interactive this evening. You can dial in at 323-870-4375. Press one to join. Uh, well, I tried to come up with them. Oh, see what? <laughs> really, really, really. Mm-mm, no, now you can't even care. No, you got to stay, stay right. Stay, stay righteous, right? Stay righteous. <laughs> All right, here we go. So, you know, next session, y'all, because I know we, we got to dive into the topic. You know, we try to be a little light. Uh, I kind of was doing some serious, did you know, trying to go to the top, but this one is like way off the left field. But, you know, we're going to, you know, I'm going to swing it back to, you know, human. Right. Y'all ready? Dr. Charles is funny. Yeah, he said he was the dad. PPP. Really? But Felicia said the Bible says he will pour out a blessing. (laughs) 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 All right, here we go, y'all. Did y'all know, uh, and we're going to be quick here, did you know that turkeys can blush? The animal, turkeys can blush. And I'm going to read this because I thought about this, right? You know, uh, 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 you know, our spouses. Uh, when a turkey becomes frightened, agitated, excited, or ill, the exposed skin on its head and neck can change from its usual pale pink or bluish gray color to red, white, or blue. When it is mating season, huh, male turkeys become more colorful. They have a flap of skin under their chin, um, and it turns bright red. All right. They also have a flap of skin hanging there called the snood. Okay. This, along with their waddle, do become engorged and swollen when they are sexually excited. Both male and female turkeys have waddles and caruncles, but in males, these are larger and more colorful. Here is my point. Studies have shown that in turkeys, size does matter. That is, females prefer males with longer and larger snoods. Also, males with larger and bigger snoods are actually healthier. Ambiguous. Huh. Snoods. So, so if you have a husband and, 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 you know, God bless him, you know, he's, he, you know, not thin, right? Just tell the Lord thank you. Right? I will he, hope that it's not ambiguous. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Because even the female turkeys, right, prefer male turkeys that have larger, huh, snoods. And the larger and bigger they are, they're actually more healthier. Tell the Lord, thank you for the thickness. Thank you. Oh Lord, <laughs> oh Lord, oh Lord, I don't think this is that way. Well, oh Lord, <laughs> for the sickness. Come just, on, Felicia, testify. Right? She prayed for girls. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Elder King, did you want to say something? Uh-uh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-mm. He said, come on here, big daddy. <laughs> <laughs> right? Come on now. Mm-mm. Huh? There we go. Mm-mm. Okay, praise 
Praise God. Mm. I don't, I don't, I don't see that in too many prayers. <laughs> wow. There we go, right? Hmm. Be yeah, thankful yeah. for what the Lord has blessed you with. Wow. Okay. That ain't for the touch. Yeah, I'm good. I'm on. I'm gonna stay. Good. I'm gonna stay around yonder. Really? I'm gonna let y'all what? Really? I mean, you if you're talking about turkeys, right? And God bless them. We 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 want we want a thick turkey on Thanksgiving. All I gotta say. <laughs> Tanisha is gone. We'll bless you. He will give you double your <laughs> Come on now. Yes. yes. I cannot. I'm not. In the name of the Father. <laughs> really? I'm sorry. Really? <laughs> really? I All right, y'all. I just thought that was y'all good. real pickle. <laughs> Listen, real tickled. Listen, this is a season to be thankful. And why not be thankful for that? Okay, she must have came into some. (laughs) Man, man, I mean, you know, it sounds like somebody had a cup. I mean, I ain't trying to say nothing, but that's what it sounds like. Let me tell you something. No, I thought about this uh, because I was actually reading some posts uh, Mm -hmm. where. Uh, it, it was basically saying, you know, hey, wives, right? Stop complaining about headaches. You, you doing this and that to avoid being intimate, like literally having sex, you know, mm-hmm. with their husbands. And I thought about that because it was like, okay, you know, um, um, in just in this particular, you know, aspect here, there, there are so many married couples who struggle with sex, and I'm not talking about, you know, intimacy. I'm talking literally about sex and the frequency and you know, enjoying it and the excuses, right, mm-hmm. that are made to uh, habitually deny, right, and reject, right, having sex. So I, I, that's where I was going with that was, you know, hey, try to focus on the good, you know. Mm. On the good, good. On the good, right. <laughs> Y'all just, all right. <laughs> To help you out a little bit, I don't because there may be some other female turkeys out there, right? Jive turkey, <laughs> huh? Looking at those snoods. All right. So, so you know, keep your snoods happy at the crib, at the house. I'm glad mm. I ain't got no camera. I'm glad I mm. am. <laughs> Why your camera? That's what you said. Do not turn up, anything huh? down but your collar. They say you're not supposed to deny. They said not even in the argument. They said you can go back to being mad. <laughs> I, you know what? And I know, you know, that's that, well. Later on, probably in October during Domestic Violence Month, we'll talk about you know more about sexual abuse, um, you know, in, in relationships, right? But I just that just I'm just seeing that a lot, right, as it relates to the denial of or the reasoning of or just the whole you get it when I give it to you, you know, concept. And it's used pretty frequently, right? That particular rule, right? You get it when I give it to you. This ain't Ethiopia. You ain't going to ration out no I'm I'm sorry. My bad. I'm done. (laughs) I put it like this, right? You don't want to starve the snood, huh? Really? Y'all is just having a Y'all having a whole... Oh, good time today, huh? <laughs> oh my God! Hey, I 
like I'm not gonna say your 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 government name, P Black. What's going on? How are you? Uh, Felicia said, any mean woman, I know what her problem is. She needs vitamin D. <laughs> and you read it out loud. And you just had to read it out loud. You didn't read it before you read it. Huh? I, 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 she said vitamin D. <laughs> that 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 increases serotonin. Hmm. <laughs> there we go. You, you, you're real tickled. Y'all, y'all is just real tickled. Oh, Lord. You know, we're going to move because Dr. Dr. Brown says sexual abuse is when she rations the booty. See? See? Y'all open the door. And Dr. Charles, I'm coming on in. <laughs> y'all open the door. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Okay. All right, y'all. There we go. All right. <clears throat> oh Jesus! Beautiful. Oh, okay, I'm get. Let's let's move on, y'all. Let's move on. Here we go, y'all. So that was the. Did you know? <clears throat> I hope we learned something. And somebody has have a great evening. All right, let's move on, y'all. Yeah, I mean, you know, I ain't saying nothing. I'm trying to help y'all out. I know you to say something now. I said what I what I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> all right, y'all. Let's get to it because we got work to do. All right, we have some work to do. We're talking about all about self series, and thank you all for tuning in here. Um, this week, uh, uh, we, we're talking about mental cleanse and emotional detox, right? What is a mental cleanse and an emotional detox? So, so if you will, uh, I'd like to dive into uh, um, some, some action steps, right, this evening and, and defining and helping, helping all of us out for something we need to do uh, regularly based on our lifestyles, right? So, so. I'm not sure if you're familiar with this term, if you could just start typing in, you know, what that, that definition means to you. What is a mental cleanse and an emotional detox as we um, dive into how do you actually create that plan, that plan of action? Have you, have you all ever heard of that, a mental cleanse and an emotional detox? I know generally we have the physical, right, liver detox and, you know, colon cleanses and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you all familiar with these, these processes here? No, I'm not. No, okay, okay, good stuff. It's 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 something we we rarely talk about or we've kind of put uh, on the forefront. I dare not say in the past five to ten years uh, we've pushed right making mental wellness a priority, and so we've just kind of paralleled some of the things that we do for our physical health now applying it to our mental and emotional health, right? Mm-hmm. So we dive in here saying that okay, first of all, you know. Uh, one of the things we, we know about our body is it's always working, right, in mm-hmm. some capacity, right? All senses of the body are always working, right? Taste, hear, see, touch, right? Uh, um, just just in, in, in uh, understanding that because our bodies are always, uh, 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 so can we post that call-in number? Let's post it. She should know about heart. <laughs> Did they Felicia call in yep, without on, us posting up the number? Yep, uh, 323-870-4375. Come on, Felicia, 323-870-4375. Um, 
And so looking at, because our bodies are always working in some capacity, we must, right, apply some of these principles we do on the physical side for our health to our mental and emotional wellness. And so what is um, a mental cleanse, right? And a mental cleanse is a process. It's a plan of action to clear the mind to achieve better focus and balance in your life. Right. It's a plan of action. It's a process to clear the mind. Right. To achieve better focus and balance in your life. It can be a short term action plan or it can be an ongoing practice. Right. And it includes activities um, where one can take a break. It ranges from taking a break from day to day stressors, anxiety and distractions. Right. To diving into uh, taking breaks from electronic devices and toxic interactions. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you think about a mental cleanse, this is literally um, uh, protecting or cutting off. Right. Mm -hmm. Cutting off things for a prolonged period of time so you can achieve right mental clarity for you to achieve right better focus and balance in your life. Got it. Mm -hmm. All right. So that is the mental. Right. A mental cleanse is. Uh, and, and I give you the, the thought of uh, that person who says, you know, lately it's been hard to concentrate at work. Uh, I, I notice that when people are talking to me, my, my thoughts seem to shift, right? Or I'm not fully present, right? You could be right in front of me speaking and I'm just, mm -hmm. I'm in my own thoughts, mm -hmm. right? You feel like you're, you're over, mentally overwhelmed, right? Some people uh, um, experience insomnia because when they close their eyes at night, Literally, the brain goes into overdrive, right, of thinking. And these are things that are going on in their life, and they're trying to process and, 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 and needing some type of change to happen. And so this is where we say you must go through a mental cleanse. I like to call it to achieve a mental capacity, right, meaning there, there's some, some cognitive, right, space that needs to be uh, uh given that needs to be achieved that needs to be there right for you to continue to have a well-balanced life so that you can enjoy your present right and ultimately that's leading to a productive and successful future so so we got to clear out right we literally have to clear out the mental clutter mm. and this is a process right it actually takes a plan of action to to clear out right people places and things that contribute to stresses stress, anxiety, and distraction. Got mm -hmm. it? All right. <clears throat> so now let's look at emotional detox, okay? Emotional detox is a process that clears the body of stagnated or lingering unwanted emotion, uh, negative emotion, right? It's a process that clears the body of stagnated and lingering unwanted negative emotions. Again, this is this is this is an action plan, right? This requires preparation. What are those emotions? Uh, I know you all probably can't see this, but I I, I I have a lot of feeling words list, right? And what I what I like to do is this is for myself, right? I go through and I say, okay, self, you know, you you you're feeling overwhelmed, you you feel short, patient, right? You feel irritated. It's kind of mm -hmm. you know something's going on. I need to figure out right what's what's going on with me. And I go through this list and I select I select the, the feelings and emotions that I currently feel, right? Because sometimes you're beyond sad, mm -hmm. 
right? Sometimes, right, you're beyond a fear. We need to name, right, how it actually makes us feel, right? So if you have a fear, are you panicking? Are you, are you horrified, right? Are you living in shock? Do you feel desperate, mm. right? When you identify the emotions that you truly feel, therein lies the plan of action to detox, right? Mm-hmm. Because there, it feels like you're stifled. Right. You ever heard somebody say, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm stifling. Right. Mm-hmm. With emotion. I'm just stricken. Right. Mm-hmm. With all these emotions. And, and sometimes you can't even name those emotions. So it helps to have a feeling words list. To help you identify what do I truly what is what are these lingering. Right. Mm-hmm. Unwanted emotions that I continue to have. What am I stuck with? Mm hmm. Right. And so therein lies, once you once you identify that I have some emotions that I just can't shake off. Right. That just keep they interfere with my life. It's time for an emotional detox. Yeah. Got it. So so mental cleanse and emotional detox. Now, you may say, what's the difference between the terms? (laughs) Right. So so when you think about a a cleanse, right, Mm -hmm. that's kind of immediate. You know, so when I think about a mental cleanse, that is you, that is you immediately removing yourself from the stressor, right? You're removing yourself from that person, place, or thing to achieve some clarity, to achieve some balance. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So that cleanse is, is almost like a purging of. Mm-hmm. It's immediate, right? It's a short-term change. Right, meaning I need to remove myself out of this situation because this is an urgent situation for me to obtain some mental relief. Mm-hmm. Got it? Detoxification is a long-term plan of action, mm-hmm. and it requires a lifestyle change. Does that make sense? So, so thinking about, okay, what do I need to do? What do I need to continue doing to ensure I stay emotionally well where I don't get stagnated mm-hmm. and have these unwanted lingering negative emotions that cause me pain, that cause me setback, that cause me, right, a, 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 a way of uh, functioning in dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So, so that's the reason for the two terms here, right? Mental cleanse is more of that immediate short-term change, what you need to do right now to get some relief. Emotional detox is this, it's ongoing, right? It's a long-term thing. It's a lifestyle change to ensure what? That you're always protecting your emotional state of being. Yeah. Right? But this requires a plan of action. Right? This is, this is where you establish, I need a plan for my life period, right? So here, here's what, you know, here's where the action comes in. Okay? Uh, um, you know, and if you're, a therapist out there, you you can see that I'm cognitive behavior therapy here, right? That's my uh, foundation. <laughs> so so we do homework and work. In mm-hmm. case you haven't noticed for the past month, right? We've been doing some assignments here. Okay, so it starts with the mind. It starts with how you feel, how you think, right? And uh, leading to your your next steps, your action. Got it. Mm-hmm. You ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Now, first thing I need you to do is get get a pen and paper, right? Because we have to prepare for a cleanse and a detox. You know, have you? I shouldn't ask that, but you know what's needed to do a colon cleanse, right? 
Do you want your colon cleansed? <laughs> Cleanse my colon. <laughs> so whether you go to a facility to get it, you know, what's that? Um, is it um, is it colonoscopy? Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? Okay. Mm-hmm. They prep you to do that, right? You have to drink drink this solution. You can't eat after a certain time, right? And, and your colon needs to be clear by the time they go and do that that test, right? That examination. Mm, colonoscopy. <laughs> so you have to prepare, right? You have to get your body right, your mind right, get some sleep, and, and, and take this stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing here. You must prepare to do a mental cleanse and an emotional detox, all right? There's no one size fits all, right? This is why you sit alone, you process this, but you go through these steps. You write out the plan of action. Got it? Mm -hmm. So here we go. You need a pen and paper, first and foremost, because the whole point is getting some mental relief, right? So you need not to (laughs) overload your brain, right? trying to create this plan and remember what the plan is. Let me open up a Word document because me and pen and paper don't really get along like that. Go ahead. I'm ready, though. You know what? I can't, so this is me, right? Mm-hmm. When I do stuff like this, I have to write it out mm-hmm. because I'm, I, I get more to the, uh, the errors, right? Grammatical mm-hmm. errors mm-hmm. <laughs> that tells you on Word document, right? Mm-hmm. That your sentence structure is off. Well, so my handwriting is bad, so that's it why. It is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay, all right. You you you, you saying I, it you saying it with a whole lot of extra <laughs> with a whole lot of extra D's and A's. And oh that's my bad. God! <laughs> all right, so 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 Dr. King says if you got your word notepad open, right, that's I'm good ready. too. All right, I'm ready. Other than that, get your pen and paper. Here we go. Right. Number one. Right. Step one. Create a list of the following. Right. So if you want to do a mental cleanse, you need to make a list of current stressors and distractions. Mm. Off the top, right? Nothing you you going into deep thought about. It's it's off the top of your head. What are your current stressors and distractions? It's the list, right? So so no scenarios, no stories need to be written, right? It, it, it's 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 a bullet pointed list, okay? You have a, a call you want to hold or you want to wait? Yeah. Oh, okay. We good? Okay. Yeah. yeah Felicia, me, you ready? Is it me, Felicia? Uh, I believe it is. Yeah. All right. We, come we, on in, we gonna, Felicia. We, we gonna, gonna pause for a second. We're pausing for our special. We gonna, special we gonna hope and pray as a. Help, the caller, you're there. <laughs> she, she, she what really happened? What? What's going on? She, she's still on the other side. What's happening? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> well, I'm going to say, I'm going to state what the, uh, the situation is, and then I'll get off, you know, the phone. So. This is perfect because it's like every time, whatever I'm going through, you always right. preaching about it the next week. So that's great. And so um, I actually did something that I've been meaning to do for a lot of years. And it was very hard, but I had to do it. So, um, you know, I'm newly married uh, over two years now, and I have a lot of family involvement. And so it's kind of, you know, getting in the way of me being married. So I was like, okay, I got to get, you know, this is my my first ministry is being married, not everybody else's problem. And so I told my family, hey, I I need time out. I got to, you know, focus on some other things. I can't, you know, because I noticed I was feeling some type of way every time, you know, I talked to them about these situations. It was taking a lot of agony, a lot of headaches. 
stuff was going on, and especially my mother. And me and uh, Dr. Thomas have had a couple personal conversations about issues with my family. So anyway, my family understood, my children, my sisters or whatever. So I, I told my mother. So she showed up at my house a couple of days later, unannounced. Um, I was taking a bath in the shower, some whatever I didn't hear. Then next thing I know, my family was calling me, and my husband was calling me and said, your mother said she's about to call the police because she needs to check on you and make sure you're okay. And I'm like, I told her Saturday that, you know, this is Monday. I did the time out. Why, why is she doing all this? And so I, I said, well, let me call her to make sure that, you know, she understood, understood what I said. I said, Mom, fine. Well, I was just concerned. You need to tell me what's going on because I'm going to send the police to your house. And I said, I'm okay. And so my husband was like, you need to tell her that she, you know to leave you alone. And this is very hard for me because this is my mother. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I just don't, I mean, I'm, te- I'm listening to the list. I already did the list prior to a week before. Like, okay, this is what I need to get as far as distractions is concerned. A lot of stuff that she, she she brings on me, I feel like it's like a garbage dump. And a lot of times my only release, I hate to say it, is when I'm on TTLO or when I'm talking to you or whatever because I'm, a lot of times I'm listening to other people's problems and I want to help and some things I just can't help with. And it's hard because I'm that type of person. So I just don't. I don't know how to do this because it's a different type of relationship. My husband has a different relationship with his mother, so I don't think he can understand. Not that he's not sympathetic, but it's like, my mother lives in another state that I said, but it's different because I'm very connected with my mother. But I know I need to, my mother's a, a really bad gossip, so it's kind of hard sometimes to take all that stuff in because it's doing something to me. So I kind of like need to separate myself. So just some techniques to how to, you know, do this when it's so personal, you know, as, you know, being my mother. Wow. That's wow. it. That's it. It's, it's really, really heavy. <laughs> it's really heavy. Um, pop, does your mom still do pop-ups? Oh, yeah. She just, I'm telling you, it's, it's like, I'm trying to tell her, like, look, this ain't, I was married before, and I let you all up in the business. I see, and I know what the mistakes I made in my first marriage. I'm not doing it in my second one because what me and my husband go through between me and him, it's not open for discussion. And so she keeps pulling and praying and pulling and praying. I'm like, you need to go find something to do because I'm not going to let you in on what's going on. You know, it's not your business. And so she doesn't. She has a really hard time respecting boundaries. And I understand. I'm not saying it's right, but I understand. As far as your children are concerned, but I'm, I'm an adult. I'm 42 years old. I don't have to check in with you every day. And just because I'm not calling you does not mean something is wrong with me. Right. What what um what actually frustrates you the most to where you go to ten? Is is there something that's done you know, like like it takes you immediately there, right? You don't need to give thought to it. Where the we have a really I mean, it's, it'll take up probably years, and I'm I'm trying to get over that, of trauma and everything in our family. So I know the last conversation, it just made the pit of my stomach hurt, and that's when she was, and, and I, I keep telling her, you do the same thing every time. Like, you know, we've had trials in our life where we have to move back in with my mother, but we have to move back in with her. She treats us like strangers, and 
she gossips about us and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm hearing my sister complain on one end. I'm hearing my mother complain on one end. I'm, I'm saying, like, well, this is what we should do, and this is what we should do, but nobody wants to do anything. So the last time I talked to her, that was, like, two weeks ago, she was talking to me. And I said, is somebody in the background? Like, you talking to me about my sister? And she's like, oh, yeah, that's my friend. I said, I'm very uncomfortable with you discussing this in front of somebody else. That's not cool. Oh, it's okay. And so after the end, I was like, okay, I'm I'm done. Okay. So so you ended the conversation? I, did, I ended the conversation. Okay. All right. Okay. So so is is there a time where your mom does respect your space and your request? No. No, no, it's just, and I understand, because I've seen it a lot of places. It's like, you're always the key. I respect that in my children, but she doesn't respect that, respect that about us. I can physically, I mean, verbally tell you, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And it's like, she don't understand boundaries. Like, my husband had to tell her one time, you just can't come to our house. You have to let us know that you're coming. And it, I, it made me feel some type of way, because I'm like, oh, shoot, this is my husband. He's going to be mad, but it's like. He my husband. <laughs> you know? It's his house. And okay. so she felt some type of way, and then my family was like, well, that ain't right. He need, he shouldn't have said that. I'm like, well, you don't show up in nobody's house right now. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. So so what's been working for the past two weeks? Have you seen her? Has she come up, come over lately? Well, she, yeah, she, she came to my, that's what I told you in the beginning of the story. She came to my house. I was in the shower in the bathtub. And I thought about it because when I got this, when I got out, um, I was in bathtub. Uh, every, my phone had like all these messages on it, and everybody was calling me. And then my daughter was like, "Mom, Grandma called us and was like she worried about you. She's gonna call the police and see what's going on. She right outside your house." And I was like, "Do I should I open this door or should I go back to doing what I was doing?" And I decided to not go to the door and make a phone call. And that's when I told her that I'm I'm fine. Okay. And she left? She left. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so obviously, you know, I appreciate you calling in. You know, you're the, yeah. you're the brave one. <laughs> um, yeah. This is hard, right? This, this is so hard. Yeah. And yeah. You, you have your mom, right, who is, yeah. I think that perception of because I'm your mom, I can do what I want to do. Right, no matter yep. how old you are, whatever your status is in life, and it's like, how do you yep. communicate without, without being disrespectful? Right, right, and that's what Kenny was like. Just my husband, that's his name, Kenny. He was like, just gonna leave you alone. I was like, that's very hard. I, I try to, you know, how do you say you try to finesse your words? I always finesse my words because I don't want to seem like I'm being disrespectful. You know, okay. But it's okay. like she don't get it, <laughs> even when I'm finessing. Okay, so you you have to find ways to decompress after doing this, yeah. right? Because it's, it's yeah. like it's not going to change. No. Right. So so what? How do yeah. you mean? We're talking about that tonight, right? How how do you decompress, right? How do you get your moments of clearing your mind, right? Of of having to to protect your space and be on the lookout, you know, and and, and speaking up for yourself and creating boundaries. I, I, I believe that there are just some, some people that you, that we interact with, you're going to always have to implement boundaries. Yes. Right. 
I think that that that's that's our reality. Is there that some people are in our lives, right? And we choose to, you know, it is rightfully so that she you stay connected to your mom, but also know that this may be something you have to do from here on out. As as hard as it is, right? Until she makes the changes, right? Until she starts to get the picture and you know get the rhythm of how you're implementing your boundaries. It's like, how do you accept that you will always be implementing boundaries, right? That's what I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, I mean, I hate to say it, I'm kind of fully prepared to like, because my husband's like, what you doing? Why you ain't tell her, you know, to stop? I said, I need to decompress and step back so I can build up the strength to say it. I don't know what it is. I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just very hard for me to say what it is. He's like, why you just going to say what it is? I was like, I'm. It's a different. It's a different relationship. It's not like a stranger. Mhm. Mhm. And then some people, you can tell them straight what it is, and you a doctor, read the psychology, what's going on, and they still want to go back and forth. She's one of those people, so it's like, what's the point? Mhm. Mhm. So you have more success when you just end the interaction. Yep. Okay. Now, now, are you struggling with how to end it sometimes? What you mean, end it like, like? Like, do you feel like the do you feel like the interactions go too long sometimes? Oh, absolutely! It's a, it's a ton of guilt, and it's like I'm fighting back and forth. And of course, I'm a Christian woman. It's like, you know, this is my mom. You, you know, you supposed to long suffering and persevere, and but it's like, okay, this is just wrong. And she, I won't say, okay, how can I say this? <laughs> You know, if anybody else on the street, that would be different. It's like, okay, get on, get away from me, and I'll use a couple of choice words. That's easy, but it's different for her when she does the same thing a person on the street would do. It's like, I'm telling you, don't do this. And then she'll, her response is always, that's me. Well, what you're doing is hurting people. You can't gossip about people. You can't put me down, put my children down. That that hurts people. Okay. And I actually feel bad for her because some people – you know, that's the, where the grace part comes in because I just I know that you've never learned how to how to uh, interact with, with family or people. Period. And some people just don't know how to do that. Right. Even if it ain't working for them. Yeah. Are you able to to tell when your mom is about to um, take a conversation left or? do something or say something that's going to be offensive? Like, do you know the signs that she's about to ramp up to that? Well, that's the problem, Dr. Thomas. When you talk to somebody for so many years and you're always on edge when you talk to them, it's like somebody just, like, you know, hit me to that. When I talk to other people, you know, you kind of check in with yourself and how you feel. Like, when I talk to my best friend, I feel, mm-hmm. like, driven, and we finna do this, and we finna do Every time I talk to my mother, my head, my head hurts. I'm always trying to guide the conversation. I'm trying to fix stuff that's like, oh, you know, look at the dog outside. Look at this because I don't want to go there. And then it still ends up being there. I'm always trying to, you know, guide the conversation. It takes a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so, so I like this because we, we can use, you know, what you're sharing here. Um, okay. What's one thing you want to be able to do? When you're community, just want be very specific, right? Be very specific. What's one thing you want to be able to do when you're talking to your mom? I want her to listen. I don't want to get emotional. 
but um, just be concerned about me. And I go in and out of that sometimes because it's like I'm not being um, – I don't feel like, sometimes I feel like I'm being selfish. Not saying that it's all about me, if that makes sense. Like when my kids are talking to me, I'm, they telling me about what's going on with them, and I, I'm present with that. I, I okay. want her to be the same way, you know? It, does that make sense? It does, but I got to put the question okay. back on you, right? So so that's, that's you're feeling this way, right? I, you gave a, a great description of what's happening in interaction. So, because that's the environment, right? That's the tone. That's the energy at that particular moment. What do you want to do differently, right? It, it could be something you want to feel different, think different, or say different, right? Because that's, that's, the, that's the setting, right? You just described the setting. What do you, one thing you want to do different in that setting you just described, So you may say like, you, you say you get headaches, right? You, you, yeah. you go into uh, creating scripts, right? Like you, you create a narrative, right? So, yeah. so it's yeah. like, what, what, cause it's all about you. It's about your heart rate, right? It's right. about staying in the right frame of mind. So here is the thing, Felicia, you've been, and this takes practice, right? If you say, right. one thing I'm going to work on when it comes to, interacting with my mom, right, is making sure my heart rate stays regulated. That means while she's talking, you're taking deep breaths, right? You're going to a happy place. You're letting her go on and on and on and on. on. You're not even worried about a response to her. You're not worried about why she's talking and saying X, Y, Z. All you know is the goal is, the goal is when I interact with my mom, I'm going to make sure my heart rate stays regulated. That means I'm paying attention to my body. That means if I feel my hands getting sweaty, I get fidgety, I get, I'm getting agitated, right? I'm getting hot because my blood pressure is rising. I need right. to make sure that I take care of me and my heart rate. So that means that that conversation may have to be put on pause for the sake of you addressing your heart rate, which is your physical symptoms, right? Because that shifts mm-hmm. you from the distraction. Because mama is mama, right? You can predict, and, you, you can assume, you already know <laughs> how she's coming to you. But you can change how your body responds in her presence. That just means you have to focus more on your body and less on the content that's coming out of her mouth. Okay. Right? Because we, we can't have a plan of action of, hey, next time your mom say this, you should say that. No, I, you have full control over your body functions, right, when you're interacting with someone, if it becomes your priority. Okay. Does that make sense? You got to assess, Absolutely. too. If you have a headache, right, and you, you feel like, okay, hold on, I'm, I'm not in a good space, you know, been a long day or uh, uh, you know, whatever's happening, you have to be fair to self to say, okay, there's a door I can't open, right? And so right now, uh, the interactions with my mom, they're a trigger. It makes my emotional stability decline. So I still have to go into action mode. What will I do yes. when I have a headache, right? You got to plan out what's, what's the action plan when I have these symptoms because your body is saying, I need you to take care of me. Yeah. Right? Let mama be mama. 
and focus on taking care of you because therein lies your boundaries. So if you know your heart rate is elevating, you're getting hot, you got to go relax, keep your feet up, you're more likely to tell mom, hey, now is not a good time. I need to go take care of me. I'm not feeling well. I will talk to you tomorrow. See how I kept that on I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. On the word that yes. she said or something she's done? Yes. Because yes. I made me a priority to keep me safe. Yes. Does that make sense? Absolutely. But can I, uh, I'll say this and I'll let you get back to your show. I'm sorry. I appreciate all no, the. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I just feel like we have, a, me and my husband have a lot of just big decisions we have to make in the coming months. And the kind, okay. of, the kind of the the way I work is, and it's just the way I work. Even when I was younger, when I have like major stuff that I have to focus on, I'm I can be a multitasker, but not with that. It's like I have to let everything go until I get this stuff done, and then I'll get back to it. So right now, my mom, our situation is not the priority, and also I'm not strong enough to um um talk to her right now. And I don't, I never really trust her with my information. I just don't. Hmm. So okay. I just feel I just feel like that I'm just gonna take a time out until I'm ready to address it, however long that takes. I like that, but in the meantime, okay. you got to get okay. well. Right, right, right. So you you got to heal. Right. You have to start the healing journey to say, what do I need to forgive my mom for? What bothers me the most? Right, that that keeps even if you're not talking to her. Sometimes we remember things that were said and oh, done. Absolutely, right. Absolutely. So 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 in this process of you distancing yourself for the sake of staying well, now now you have to deal with self, right? So so it's like yep. when I Zoom, right, contact with my mom. I'm I'm more ready, right? I'm I'm positioned to to be more emotionally sound if that makes sense. So so yeah. now it's just you taking yourself through, yeah, that's on the back burner to be present, right, in the communication with her, but I still need to make sure I, I stay in recovery from the past. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I can put, the, I can put the, the hurt and not deal with it, but it's still going to come up even when it's like yeah. if you're away from somebody and you still mad at them. When you see them again, you're going to get mad all over again. So I absolutely right. agree, agree with what right. you're saying. But right now, I guess it's basically about decompression because it's like I, I need to focus on other things and it, that's just consuming way too much. It, it yeah. absolutely is. Okay. So, okay. So I work so, I work through that process. You know, okay. I'm a therapist, so yeah, work through that and yes. then I revisit it. <laughs> you yeah. you I got use one. that platform to lay it all out. Indeed. Right. right. Cool. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. All right. Yes. I like that. Have a good one. So, so that, that leads into write that list, right? Making sure you identify what are your current stresses? What are your current distractions, right? Because a mental cleanse, you have to prepare, right? What's bothering me, right? And, and, and be in a quiet space, right? So this comes, let me make sure I designate time to write out, type out, or however way you're doing it, what am I working with, right? What is bothering me? What are those lingering unwanted thoughts, right, that that are stuck with me? If you decide to do an emotional detox, we're still in step one here, right? Create that list, right, of current 
stagnant and lingering unwanted emotions. A list, right? And like I said, I love feeling words list. So if you feel inadequate, hurt, right, uh, degraded, destroyed, devastated, uh, bitter, right, enraged, uh, cut off, lonely, outcast, rejected, I need you to identify what are those lingering emotions right, that continue to stifle you every day, okay, because you're preparing to detox these very things out, all right, and so that's step one is to to create, create that list, okay, the next thing is you got to identify, right, step two is identify a realistic time frame to implement the detox and the cleanse, right, so in essence, you want to say for the next four days for the next seven days or the next, you know, two weeks, right? I don't just typically go past 30 days because there's a check-in and accountability that goes into this. So, so you want to make sure that this is something where it's almost like trying things out to see what works, right? So realistic means let's do these, do this gradually, right? Let's set a time frame so we're able to assess if what we're refraining from is working. Okay, because when you when you when you cut off something in your life that causes stress, you have to have something that you're going to put in place of. Right. Or else you'll just be uh, uh, stuck in your thoughts. Right. You're idle. Okay, so so set up the time frame that you want to implement the cleanse and the detox. Okay, and this is where you begin to then identify what you will commit to doing and not doing during this time frame. All right. Does that make sense? You got to identify, right, what you will commit to doing and not doing during this time frame. Remember, this is action, right? Just like you you prepare for for a colonoscopy, right? You you prepare for a detox. You prepare for a mental and an emotional uh, detox here. And so this is where you explore people, places, and things. There there has to be people, right? that you say, okay, right now, because I need a mental break, because I need to cleanse myself, right, of some interactions that cause me a a, a cognitive distraction, meaning consuming thoughts, I need to stay away from some people, right? And it's not to say, you know, uh, uh, that person is, you know, uh, a burden or, well, they may be, but, you know, it's, it's a relationship that you need to distance yourself from, right? Places that you shouldn't go, right? Things that you shouldn't do because they cause you, uh, 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 there's an interference. It's a major distraction in how you function, okay? Keeps you mentally overwhelmed and emotionally exhausted. Be honest with yourself. This is between you and only you, right? Uh, um, Have have there ever been some things you all had to, at some point, people you had to stop talking to or places you had to stop going yeah okay uh yeah for me and the first person to recognize it is my mom mm. she she was uh she she knew how upset i was at a at an issue and she was like don't you go down this street no more so for the longest time i i, I um didn't go down often for the longest time and everything, because she knew, like, I'm, I'm about to pull over, and and it and it's gonna be, and before it gets better, it's gonna get worse, yeah, yeah. and everything. So, yeah. and I have friends who know me, 
to who 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 would say if this should happen, walk away. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. they because there is there is no middle. Is it, it like you know like you know yes. there's always yeah like it, she was at start and she mm-hmm. got all the way over here mm-hmm. so it's just like mm-hmm. there is no middle so it's just like you know and I keep those words and everything else yeah really in front of me right to make sure I never get off the deep end and mm-hmm. everything because I don't know what it is and I don't want to be there because you know right now I like you know. I like being free. Yeah, <laughs> so real. that's my assumption. Really? Like, I like they, being yes. free. Yes. Yeah. Because yes. in, in essence, when when you are mentally overwhelmed, you do some things, right? Mm-hmm. That that is <laughs> a given, right? When you feel like you're you're, you're all out, right? Mm-hmm. You just tapped out. Yeah, you do some things on impulse. Yeah. Right on impulse. Yeah. So so it, it it's really that step where. You know, you identify people, places, and things, right, that, that you will uh, um, either dismiss yourself from or make sure you're engaging, right? So if there, if there are people, right, you want to um, stay away from a places, right, it's like if this, if I'm not going to do this, right, then what am I going to do, right? And that means you're, you're tapping into doing things that uplift you, right? So it's, it's a counteraction that has to happen. There's this sense of peace. There's this sense of urgency where your soul, right, has to be relaxed in what it's doing. And that is the essence of going through a mental cleanse in, the, in an emotional detox, right, is identify what's within this time period what you will commit to doing and not doing um, at this particular time. So I, I got some examples here where most commonly we've tapped into where, where uh, things can get way out of hand, right, and sometimes it starts with what we do every day when we wake up in the morning, okay? And so so I have a couple of things here, um, some action steps to help us evolve, right, what the, we should commit to doing and not doing. Let's start with social media and technology, right? I think we talked about this way back when, you know, we first started the show where, where you unfollow people, Right? Who, who don't add anything positive to your life. And what do I mean by that? You know some folk that you decided to become friends with on social media and follow, right, just to keep up with drama, to keep up with the fight, right, to keep up with what, what, oh, they, episode, what they have to say next. Season 8, episode 4 of their life. <laughs> <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's some folk, right, that you know. And this is, this is serious in the sense of, on all social media platforms, there there is someone who is emotionally driven, right, in a negative way to going off, calling folk, uh, uh, you know, just really uh, um, going in distress over something they read because they've applied the writings of, or it could have been directed towards them, mm-hmm. right, on the social media platform. Well, I, you know, for social media, it's the whole, you know, the... The thugging, the key, the keyboard thugging. Yes, the yes. Key. You say what you want to say behind the screen, right? right? <laughs> and I was just like reflecting. Uh, it was like several days ago. I was just reflecting. I was like, it was just so much simpler yeah. back in the day because, um, uh, you know, by the time the rumor mill got to you about so and so said and blah blah blah, you know, and everything else, yeah, like you yeah. know yeah. that you you know that situation is 
is dead gone and like you know and 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 over with right you know now right. now you have uh immediate now you have the you know the subliminal message the subliminal post yes. and everything yes. else yes and you know and you know and facebook make comments make comments yes. and facebook you know and you think and we, just when you think you block them facebook was up there like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> We got one more way for them to find you. Like, you know, even though they throw them in a new message spot and it's called spam, but it's like, you know, it, and, and, and then they can just send you anything and then yeah. they can just become Facebook user. Okay, Facebook user who decided to send me a message <laughs> and everything, like, you know, and, and, and you're, you're there and now you're gone. So it's just like, I was like, it was a time where it was much more simpler, like, you know, where you just do the three-way call and, girl, don't breathe. <laughs> don't say nothing. Put yourself on mute and everything. And then, you know, and then yeah. you jump tough and everything. But that jumping tough didn't last long. Right. This one lasts long and yeah. has ramifications because we got the computer. We got the phone. We got the screenshots. We got everything else. Absolutely. You know, back in the day, you just had a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And after a while... If I forgot about the piece of paper, it got washed in laundry, so now I don't have any Very evidence and everything. And that that's where, you know, I sell follow people, but but for a for an emotional detox, you may need to come off social media in general, right? Unplug, right? Unplug the entire right social media platform for that specified amount of time. And, you know, when you that's easier said than done for a whole lot of people, right? And, and, and it's very powerful, and I've done it, right? And, and you know, Dr. King has done it too, right? Mm. <laughs> Come off of Facebook, right? Uh, uh, Just for about a, almost a year. Yeah, and, and, and it's something you have to understand. Like, that's that if, if I don't do this, right, this is what I'm going to do. So there's that replacement there, right? If you're going to unplug from social media, if you're going to – start unfollowing people, right? What will you do to now uplift, right? That part of you where that was damaged. Does that make sense? So will you engage more in um, you online reading blogs, right? Will you meditate? What are you actually going to do during the time that you used to spend, right? On social media, during the time that you used to spend stalking other people's pages, right? <laughs> that you, you you understand what I'm saying? Because, you know, you, you can turn into an investigator, right, on social media, and there you have, you're spending hours and days, right, chasing somebody and getting emotionally overwhelmed. So it has to be where instead of, right, engaging in this behavior that impacts my mood and disrupts my daily function, I'm going to make sure I focus on this over here, right? So that's the action plan. Who are the positive people? What are the positive messages you were looking? What are the affirmations? What are the blogs? What are the books, right? What is the reading material, quote unquote, because social media is reading, right? What are you going to replace that with? Okay. So, so that, that is where this goes to is whatever you're going to omit, right? What are you going to put in this place that is going to help you repair uh, uh, purge, read out, right? Just clear your mind and, and get rid of those unwanted emotions. Got mm-hmm. it? Okay. And so then, right? Another mm-hmm. thing you want to do um, is clean out your phone. Mm. Right? There are some numbers in there. There are some text messages in there. There are some pictures up in there of people you know you don't want to talk to. 
right? And that you not uh, need not to ever contact again. But guess what? Because we 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 we're cluttered, right? We we uh, now unconsciously remind ourselves of these things that hurt us. I right? think clear out the text message, but keep the phone number because I don't want you. If I don't recognize the phone number, you happen to call me, and I'm looking like, and I happen to pick it up, pick it up by accident. And you're somebody I'm detoxing from. I don't want to pick it up, and you're like, you know, like I didn't let the devil back in. I'd rather that I'd rather that I've I've blocked you and everything else like that, because you know, okay. it, it takes a whole lot of hell of energy to go into the block setting to go see the message and everything. Uh, so you decided to okay. go that way. Yeah. Let me see in all from A to C who I am blocked and see if I see their messages and everything. So okay, and, and you know what I think? Yeah. So so and I know we're, we're talking about technology here, um, but also think about the urge, right? So to to avoid you having the urge to call that person, right? It, I guess it depends on what's what's mostly there, right? You're concerned with that person calling you or you calling them. Because mm-hmm. if, it, if it's on me, if, if, if I'm the one continuously reaching out, if I'm the one continuously trying to repair a toxic relationship, and it's not just intimate, but a friendship, right? Even with distant family members, like if I'm the one, right? I, if I'm the identified one that's always reaching out, there's where I want to think about why do I have this number up in here if I'm the only one always calling? Right. So it re- you're right. It really depends on the position mm-hmm. that you're in. Right. Mm-hmm. To say, what, how is this bothering me? Am I the trigger? Right. Am I triggering my own self? Right. To connect with this person that I identify as someone I just need to to give it up. Right. I need to give up this. I'm forcing it, as they say. Right. right? I'm forcing this to happen. Right. So so that's that assessment. Right. It's, it's a really are you are you the one, the initiator? You know right. that of this uh, communication. Uh, Felicia says, um, "I worked a job where I had to delete my account for one year, uh, ex-convict. I remember how great I felt after weeks of not looking at it. Absolutely, it is. It, it, you know, again, when we think about all those things we do for our body, liver detox, kidney detox, right, colon, mm-hmm. you know, all these things we 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 clear out. Right, you feel so good." It is the same way with your mental and emotional wellness. It's the same. You have to prep and do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you have to follow the regimen, right? You have to follow the regimen. So the first thing is if you're going to omit something, then what will you do? It has to be a plan of action there. And it's so if you decide to clean out your phone, right? I don't know if you all have ever done this, but I've, I've, when I've deleted text messages, and it was some stuff, I don't even know why I held on to it. <laughs> Like going back to, to 2014, right? And, and, and that, that whole concept of deleting, you actually feel lifted. I think, too, when, you, when people decide to do a detox, the people that are around them, it's kind of like, you know, if you're talking about, you know, you, you, you're going to stop drinking or you're going to stop doing yeah. this or that, the people around you have to support you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. If, if I'm yeah. saying I'm taking a break from something, then what you don't need to do is say, oh, let me tell you what I saw today. Or let me tell you what I saw on social media today. Yeah. Oh, guess what? I saw this on social media today, because if I'm at a point where I'm trying, to, I don't need to know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Then it's yeah. like, you know, and everybody takes their, their breaks and their detoxes for, for their own 
for their own reasons. Mm-hmm. But at the same mm-hmm. time, it's like if I'm just saying, you know what, I don't want to get caught up in any of the – I don't need to get a part, be a part of every political argument. I don't right, need to be a part, right. part of every media right. argument. I don't need to be a part of – I don't need all these extra text messages and, and Facebook messenger messages going on. So let me, let me, let me start with that. Then the people around you need to respect that as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and not feed you, okay. you know, like, okay, hey, I know you ain't on, but let me tell you what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I know you ain't on, but let me tell you what I saw, you know, because they, and they don't, and I don't think they, I don't think they're doing it intentionally, right? but right. They, they need to respect, uh, they need to respect their, uh, what, what it is your, what your, what it is you're attempting to do. And, and I think also goes with that is, is once you, once you tell that person, right, what, what you're doing, mm-hmm. you should end that conversation as well. Mm. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. because a part of cleansing and detoxing is staying in your space, mm-hmm. right? And so it's almost like you, they crack the door open, right? You say, okay, you know what? Um, I'm actually doing this for myself right now. You know, uh, I, I'll talk to you later, right? It has to be where you wrap it up mm-hmm. because guess what? what's unknown? If they're going to continue to tell you <laughs> tell you what happened on social, you understand what it's, it's like. Sometimes people don't respect respect your boundaries at that moment, right? Right, and it's like I, you have to be prepared to dismiss yourself, mm-hmm. right? I, 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 let me just talk about me. I can't afford to keep having a conversation once you give me a glimpse of where it was going, mm-hmm. right? Because I've had people that I've shared. Okay, this is what I'm doing right now, right? I'm doing this, this, and this. And they came with a different script. You understand? They went into something else. Mm-hmm. Right? And it was like, okay, really? So the whole point was removing negativity. The whole point was keeping my space clear. So I've, I've just learned, like, once you give me, and if I'm in this particular process, mm-hmm. and you open that door to tell me, where is that the reason why you called me? Mm. Then I end it. Does that make sense? Because now I have to discern mm-hmm. people, places, and things that in the future may put, put me back in this space of mm-hmm. needing to be cleansed and detoxed. Mm-hmm. The, right? So, so it's really like, why is this the only reason you called me? Right. Right? Because if it is, we can end it right now. Right. Does that make sense? Because Absolutely. You really didn't call and ask me to, to concern with how I'm doing, right? It was to, you know, share what you heard and saw and get a reaction out of me. Exactly. Exactly. And, 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 and if you know that I'm trying to take this detox, it's you trying to see if I'm, if I'm actually taking a detox. Right. You tested you know, me, like, right? You say what I saw today. So you'd be like, you know what? I saw that too. Oh wait, no, I didn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. It's yeah. like, no, don't, you know, it's mm-hmm. like if, if, if I'm trying to get off the bottle, don't show right. up with the bottle. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that, that's where, you be clear with keeping your keeping your space safe mm-hmm. during a mental detox, right? A mental cleanse and an emotional detox, right? You have to keep your space. There are no exceptions, right? There are no exceptions, mm-hmm. right? Because then it's it's contaminated, right? It's contaminated. Think about what you all, what you have to do to, to detox the organs of your body, mm. right? You you can't clean out your colon and then eat fried chicken. No, not the same day. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't eat it the same. You just messed it up. Right. Not a doctor, to, like, what you do? Right. Give it, you know, you got to right. gradually. 
<laughs> what you do, the same here. Protect your space while you do. Take it serious. Take it just as serious. Felicia says, I had to learn to use the one finger instead of just in church. Absolutely. Absolutely. And she says, I'm actually hoping that my decision will cause her to look within. It's not about me. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a while for people to see you be consistent mm-hmm. with how you vibe, right? Some people need to see you live in it for a prolonged period of time before they say, oh, she's serious. Yeah, because we know they're waiting on you, you to know fall what off because you, mm-hmm. you have fallen off. Yeah, so that's like, you know, real. And then yeah. there's so many rules to this. Like, you know, there have been people that have fallen off and people – and you want people to be there, like to see to see them through it. Like I know mm-hmm. a friend, she is she blocked someone, and I was like, okay, cool, blah blah blah. She went into the block area to see that they had message and everything, and I was like, whatever you do, it'll be it's fine with me. <laughs> like you know, I was like, I under, I was like, cause I understand. I was like, I understand it. Like you know. I said, whatever you do will be will be okay because, you know, you can't, you can't play me for for the side. Not, not saying that they're mm-hmm. playing me. You can't have me to be um, support them, support them, support them, mm-hmm. and then be like, you know, um, you know, I look unsupportive. Like you, you know, you know when they, like, yeah. oh girl, blah blah blah. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I'm. Tr- it's like, you know, this world, you know, this world has you messed up. You don't, you don't know what side of the fence to, to be on. Like, how come you can't be stronger? No, because mm. I've been there. I've been there, done that, yeah. and, every, and everything. Yeah. So, like, you know, if you went into the blog messages and everything and you saw what they wrote and, you know, and you make contact with them, I am, I am on your side totally 100% until you decide you want to go 100% no contact. Yeah. And you know, and, and and completely erase them from your life. Yes. So I'm, I'm, so I'm, yes. so I'm just trying to, yes. I'm trying to be there. And then a lot of people, like you know, when you say, like you know, when I say, like you know, they went into the text messages. You can't get a generic form, like you know, like yeah, I wanna, I wanna break from social media, but then let me go get the generic form of the non-social media. Mm-hmm. It's still social media at the same time. They both, they mm-hmm. both social media and yeah, everything. So like you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna cleanse or you're gonna um, be clear, it's it's best to make sure everything is you know is off. Yes. Yes. Like it's, you know, you don't go pick up switch, or <laughs> like you know, you don't go pick up switch because you know you off Facebook. You don't go pick up. Did you really say switch? Yeah, that is switch. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like you know, like you know, like you know, you don't go like you know. Hey, I'm going to go to OnlyFans now. Okay, so now you're going to pay for it. <laughs> okay. So. Okay, you didn't say it some stuff. Yeah, oh, you, you don't want parts okay, of yeah, OnlyFans. Okay. I mean, it's, okay. it's, it has its good and it's, it has okay. its good and it's bad. It's like the back door to Facebook. Got it. Okay. And, but, like, you know, you don't pick up the next one. Like, you know, okay, well, so on. Yeah. And I, I think that that's where, you know, for me, um, these two concepts take a commitment, Right. There has to be a commitment to this to say, I'm not doing this, right? You're you're absolutely right. It's not something where you find an alternative because the stimulation is still there. The goal is to get the brain to relax, right, and cleanse and clear out. But if you're constantly giving yourself a reminder of, 
right, where you just come from, you know, you, it's still a trigger, right? It still can be a cue. Even with the it's blocking. Like, well, you know, well, I mean, I mean yeah, what's, like, what's it for, like, for those who do, what's it, is it crack or something? What, they get on methadone to ease heroin. them off. Oh, you yeah. know, heroin, then they go, uh, to ease them off, mm-hmm. like, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, so this is the ease off path. And they're on there for years. Yeah. Right? But then they say, but like, but they, they end up liking the methadone. Yeah. It's just exchanging one drug for another. Yes, exactly. So, so you're you're so right, and it's like um, you go to Instagram, you know. <laughs> that is true. She said you're not detoxing. It's like a drug addict replacing you with drinking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and 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 that's where you know, this is so it's so powerful, but I, I think that we underestimate the commitment it takes to plan and execute it. Mm-hmm. Right, because it. it for me, with blocking, um, for me, if you block someone, that's a that's a sign to yourself to make a decision whether this person stays or goes in your life. Does that mean like like because blocking is serious, and and I never you know knew how serious it was, of course, until it was brought into the clinical field, right? And so really understanding like when when I hear someone say, you know, I blocked a person, that that that's a serious emotional decision for a person but it also positions them to say when I'm ready to invite them back in my life then I'm just going to block them right but they do this they do this cycle and it, it, it takes its toll on them yeah. right it is it's so deep because I think back in the day we didn't have a blocking feature well, which just don't call me no more well you know yes we did because we had what, what was it it was some feature on the phone star something star we, six uh seven yeah you can uh-huh. you, you, or, or you can you could put star something in to block phone numbers from calling you yeah so we did so it started off that it started off that that way with you know blocking started off that way i was just i was i would like to say that like you know it, it, it's not something that just came out of nowhere and everything else like that and like i said sometimes Social media, even if you have blocked people and everything else like that, I I don't know if it's an algorithm. I don't know if Facebook decides, hey, I just still want to be petty. <laughs> they have now unleashed the people that you not to say they unblocked them for you. They they put them they put them in a category to to, to, to remind you like, hey, you do remember this person. Like, you know, like, you know, thanks, Facebook, but didn't I ask you, and you go in there, and you see that they're blocked, he's like, you know, why are you giving me remembrance of them? But I, now listen, Tony, this, this, this is where this, this uh, emotional cleanse comes in, because you're, you're right in a sense of, you can find anybody you want at any point in time, you can right. pay for it, actually, right? But I think it gets to, so dealing with the self, right, it, it, if I'm blocking someone, because I don't want to see them, right? Again, not necessarily there for them to continue to contact me. Mm-hmm. I got to deal with self, right? So if I block them because I was tired of them, right? If I block them because, you know, I mean, they're emotionally overwhelming me or they're getting on my nerves or, you know, I'm feeling some type of way towards them. When I block them, I actually need to address myself, right? Because again, you're right. If, if I decide to keep them in my life, right, meaning I could go back and unblock them, I still need to be be prepared for the interaction that caused me this emotional stress in the first place. But if I'm not going to do anything about myself, 
in the midst of my blocking time, because we can say that's detoxing too. If we say we're blocking someone, then what was the point of blocking them if you want to go get yourself together when you would I mean, you let them come back in your life? I, I you know, it just it's for, sometimes it's for a moment. Sometimes they're for longer. For real, yes, <laughs> yes. Sometimes, sometimes yes. they are for longer. Sometimes it's for like you know before you even decide to start. <laughs> You can't even go nowhere <laughs> and everything. But, you know, it's it's our version of, has anybody ever thought about blocking is our way of avoidance? Yes. With no work, though. <laughs> right. Right. So, so, so we're giving it a okay. We're giving the okay to blocking, but you are, you are literally passive aggressive. <laughs> yes. And, and sometimes people don't even know they're blocked. Not until, not until word get out. Right, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even with phones, like, yeah. unless I call you, mm-hmm. I won't know that you blocked me, right? right? Unless I text you, I won't know you blocked me, unless right? Unless you don't unless get I a go, response. Correct. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah. it really, so it's here, right? So so when a person is, is in their thoughts about us to, and I feel like not through a jab at you, and that person don't even know that they're blocked until months later, and you, you over here in mental anguish. Right, you're waiting for them to find out that that they blocked you. Okay, you're not waiting. Sometimes you're okay with it. Well, no, I'm the, the distressed yeah. person uh-huh. is waiting on that person to find out that they're blocked. And guess what? This is this is the backlash to this, right? Blocking someone with the intention of it being used as a weapon is counterproductive to an emotional detox. Mm, that's good. Right, because good. you blocked them to send a message of now. Take that. It wasn't, okay, let me get my stuff together because I was about to catch a case and I was about to show up and let me get myself together, right? Typically, that's not what we do when we block somebody, right? Right. So that's that kind it's, it's, it's of, it's about half and half. Like, you know, I like, I beg, like, I beg to, do, you know, to differ. <laughs> like, it's about, like, you know, because you, you, you know they, they come and, like, so you're like, you know, like, you know, like, you, that's it. That's you, a personal thing, right? Yeah. You you got to be real with self. If you're if you're saying I need a minute to get myself together, right? You got to keep it real with yourself, right? And that's why this plan has to be specific. That's that is intentionally focused on you clearing your mind and getting your emotions together. It can't it can't even have a smidgen. Well, I would feel better to defend. <laughs> Before I spend thirty five dollars to change my whole entire number. What? <laughs> How about you get this nice block ministry? <laughs> it's free. You know what? It don't... don't kill nobody. And I still keep all of my memberships and um and uh reward value. You, you know I block you. <laughs> I think maybe it's me, but but I think um when when I've like got it odds with someone and we we disconnected we disconnected like i i guess i really have an experience where i've had a year a month you know weeks later you call and say hey what you doing right you you know what i'm saying maybe that i'm not sure if that's what you're saying like okay the whole purpose if if you delete this person's phone number and a month later they contact you well what what context would it be are we talking 